There are so many mysteries of the universe that sometimes we have to really sit down and look at them all to understand what's going on. And that's what I'm asking everyone this week. What are some things that you believe in that others might not? Whether it be something from your childhood or something you've picked up over your life. That's what we're talking about today on Behind Every Story. What's up, everybody? My name's Jason, and this is Behind Every Story. If this is your first time with us, let me explain what's happening. I love stories from comics to films, songs to jokes, sitting around a campfire with some friends telling a story, or being in an audience, being enveloped by a story surrounded by strangers. I love hearing people's stories. And even more than that, I love sitting down and hearing behind those stories. This show is the proverbial director's commentary on the movie of life. This is episode number 28 of 50 of the COVID-50. Before we begin, a note of warning. The topics we explore on this show may not be suitable for all listeners. This podcast deals with real people and real stories. These stories may contain and deal with graphic language, adult themes, sexual content, and violence. Listener discretion is advised. This week, we're discussing what are some things that you believe in that others might not. Now, the reason I wrote this question was because I've lived my life, my whole life, believing some weird things. And when I say weird, I mean the idea that other people might not feel the same way I do. And I think that's totally okay. And I love hearing what other people think about the things that they believe in that other people might look as quote unquote weird. Like to me, I believe that there are spirits in nature that look after us, whether it be our daily lives or our souls when we pass on. And yes, I do believe in souls, but I'm not really a religious person. I believe that when there are dead animals on the side of the road, I believe a spirit comes and guides them on to the next realm. Uh, I believe in some sort of reincarnation because I believe energy continues to exist no matter what, whether it be in the form of another person, whether it be in the form of pure energy in itself. I believe energy continues to be. I also believe that the universe whispers to us. Now, I've been told over the years that this is the work of God or a God or the gods. And to me, it's far less of some kind of construct. I don't really believe there is one all-powerful being, but rather a universal connection that travels through us. And this goes back to the whole idea of being energy, that we're all connected through this energy through lifetimes of existence. And the universe tends to whisper us, whisper to us on the right path or whatever's going on. I've had things happen in my life that tend to strive in this direction. For instance, I said this earlier on an earlier episode that I fell out of a tree. And when I mean tree, I, I didn't fall out of like a first branch of a tree. I fell out of essentially the top of this very tall tree. And I woke up with no bruises, no scratches, no injuries, no pain. So it tends to lend itself the idea that 
there is something looking out for us, like whether it be an angel, a spirit, or whatever. I believe something that we're all connected through this energy. And I believe that the universe whispers to us in the concept of fate. And yes, I do believe fate is real. I believe, yes, while we have uh, complete control of our own lives, there are guiding circumstances. I believe that things happen for a reason to a certain aspect. I believe fate takes you to a crossroads in the roads, and it's up to you to either take that road, to knock on the door, to make the decision. And I think it's at those times where you have to make the decision. Those are the building characteristics of your life and for who you are and for who you are to become. And I also believe that through all this, the energy consists in all of us and flows through all of us and ebbs and flows. And it's connected in our psyche as well. And that's where I think a lot of dreams come into play, that I believe we're connected through dreams as well. Not so much through dreams, but our dreams are the manifestation in our own um, brains that allow us to connect outside of our own bodies. And I believe that's a really powerful thing. And to be honest, a lot of this came from when I was very young, I wanted to believe in something else. I wanted to believe in something bigger and more beautiful and more cosmically connecting than what I was being told was true. And over the years, it kind of just saturated into my mindset that this is real, or at least it's real for me. And it's something I very rarely ever talk about, but it means a lot to me. And I, th I think about it often. And Along those lines of having uh, spirits and uh, some kind of energy uh, guide dead animals and things like that, is every time I see an animal on the side of the road that was hit by a car, I always say a little prayer. And basically the prayer is, um, please watch over this, I, I usually say little guy or, or, you know, little fuzzy head, you know, something sweet at the moment. But um, I like to think of it. What if this was my cat? What if this was uh, an animal that I knew and I loved? I would want them to be protected and to be taken care of and to be looked after. And every time I see an animal on the side of the road, it really sends a pang of pain through my heart that they didn't get to live their life, that that life was taken from them. Uh, because of someone who just wasn't paying attention or maybe the animal was just not that bright but anyway it, it always sends a pang through my heart that the world's a little less connected at that point so I, I have to believe that maybe hopefully deep down that we are we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to hear what everyone else says about what they believe in that other people might not What do you believe in that others might not? Hmm. What do I believe in that others might not? I believe that it's going to be okay. I believe that we are on at a tipping point, and I believe we're going to tip towards the good side. 
And uh, I do believe in humanity, and I do believe in us. And I think that uh, we're going to make it through together, and we're going to be better. I don't know how, but I think we're going to be... I'd like to believe in the Star Trek version of the future rather than the post-apocalyptic thing. And who knows, maybe we need that post-apocalyptic thing to get there, but I think in the end we're going to be okay. And I don't believe a lot of people believe that. My name is John. I am from the west suburbs of Chicago. I believe the reptilians are controlling everything. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, I don't believe that. Um, I don't know. Like, I definitely have some weird thoughts, and I definitely, um, not in a real serious way, but I do kind of skew towards thinking that a lot of uh, paranormal stuff is actually real. Um, like... Uh, you know, just things like 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 ghosts and psychic abilities and like aliens and s- stuff. Like, I I tend to believe that there's a, a reality of some kind to those things, and I don't think a lot of people. I think a lot of people either flat out don't believe in any of that stuff, um, or they um, believe in it too much. <laughs> and I just I I specifically believe like. The universe is pretty fucking weird, and so maybe that stuff's real. You know, that's you know that that might be the weirdest kind of stuff I believe in that other people wouldn't. My name is Marie, and I am from St. Paul, Minnesota. I think this goes again as a reflection that like this definitely kind of formed who I am today. I believe that a tragedy in your life sucks to happen, but it's kind of something that you can learn from. And instead of seeing a tragedy as a burden, which you will, and everyone does at some point you can kind of see it as something that you can learn from and that you can grow from and earlier i had mentioned that my uncle's death was in a way a gift um because it was a burden and a gift I became a much better person from of it from it. Um, it would be something along those lines of tragedy sucks, but it it forms who you are. I think tragedy and like the hard times in life, your mistakes, form who you are more than the good things it shows everyone how resilient you are and how you can actually get through something 
and then the good things in life kind of form how nurturing you can be towards others as well. My name is Brandon. I am from Elgin, Illinois. I believe in the inherent goodness of humankind. Uh, not a lot of people seem to these days. Um, <clears throat> when you look at people, uh, when you watch the news, everybody is very pessimistic. And we're always looking at the government to take greater control over society because people can't be trusted. If you allow this to continue, people will die because other people, other people will behave poorly. And I just don't believe it. Yes, there are people out there that behave poorly. That's in any group. And I don't care who you, they are, you know, whether it's in religion or politics or in business or whatever, you're always going to find a couple people that are just behaving poorly. It's just life. But I don't believe that poor behavior is emblematic of the whole. I think it's just a few bad apples. Um, society these days seems to be drifting more and more to this idea that if left alone, people will behave poorly. And I just don't think that's the case. Uh, let's take the movie The Purge, for example, if you don't mind me going on a little rant here. The Purge is sort of founded on this idea that if all laws went away, everybody would go start murdering and raping like right away. Like that's just the only thing holding us back from murder and rape is the idea that we have laws and police. And I don't think that would happen. I think if the purge became legal here tomorrow, I think if they said tomorrow, April 2nd is a purge day, there are no laws. I think what you would see is people putting a deck on their house in violation of an ordinance. <laughs> or other little things that the government just holds them back from. I don't think, uh, you know, your, your neighbor is going to think, hey, you know, there's no laws today. I'm going to go murder somebody. No, no. If, if they wanted to murder somebody, they'd murder somebody. You know, if they wanted to, to do something else horrible to somebody, they'd do it. Laws aren't going to hold them back. Uh, that, that's the whole thing about, about evil is evil exists. It's evil's going to do evil. It doesn't matter how many laws you have, how many protections you put in place, evil is going to do evil things. And I don't believe most people are evil. I believe people in general are good. And I think that when presented um, with any situation that most people would choose to do the right thing, uh, anyways, I keep ranting about that one, but yeah, I know time's limited. My name is Sean, and I am from Chicago. Um, hmm. I just feel like that's a very, like, open-ended question because I feel like people just generally believe so many different things. So it's hard to find like a commonality. Um, I was like raised Christian, but I believe that I'm way more spiritual in a sense. Um, I, oh, I'll tell you one thing. I actually believe like if there is a God, I believe that God is actually a woman. Like I truly believe that to my core. Why? Um, because that everything in, in our world, that's, part of creation comes from a woman. They don't call it father nature. They don't call it mother. They don't call it father earth. 
um, everything that is comes from a creator comes from a mother. And um, I almost feel like that, you know, if, if we were to become in some sort of like crazy apocalyptic scenario where like one gender was like eradicated from the world, I feel like women would have a greater probability of surviving longer than men. Like, I, I feel like, like even in history, like I don't know of a single woman that started a war. And um, I feel like that, you know, men have naturally taken over the essence of being this like symbol of strength that they took advantage of, you know, the female presence to appear superior. But I feel like in life, women go through pain way more than men um, because that they were universally placed to take pain more than men. So I just, I, I've, I started to believe that this essence that like, that the like universe or like God, if you will, if, if there is a, I guess, like gender placement of what God could be, it would be more female present than like being a male present, you know? Um, like, you know, some like, like family guy would see God as like this old guy with a big white beard. Like, mm -hmm. I, I don't believe that. I, I believe that it would actually be like a female type of like placement. And because, and if you think about it, like the story of Adam and Eve, right? Like God created Adam, but I don't think he created Adam in his image. I feel like he created Adam to create an opposite, but this opposite could not live without like a a other type of opposite if that makes sense hello my name's dan from cambridge uk what do you believe in that others might not hmm. not a lot really my beliefs are quite common Maybe a bit out there and kooky, you know. We all come from stardust and we all go to stardust sort of thing. But... Is that from something? No. Might be. <laughs> May have heard it while I was half asleep, I don't know. <laughs> Just like the idea, you know. I do too. My name is Stella and I'm from Chicago. What do you believe in that others might not? Mm, that we all have a sense of intuition, that we can all sense things, that we have, you know, that we have our third eye for a reason, that mm -hmm. we have um, a connection to things that aren't just working and making money and living the life that we can physically see. And it's my biggest goal is to help people like me that were very much, um, you know, kind of closed off to it because they because they thought they had to be, um, is to help them recognize that there's something greater, that they are special and they're different um, in that way that they can sense things. And um, my goal is to find those people and to help them. Um, become more aware and in tune with this different side of them.
My name is Rob, and I am from the Midwest in America. Oh, hell, I'm wacky. I'm sure it's all sorts of stuff. Uh, UFOs, dude. I can talk about UFOs for hours, uh, but I have lots of ideas about it. It's not just like I believe everything. No, I don't. But I absolutely 100% believe we are in a on a little tiny planet in a newer part of the galaxy in a newer galaxy in this in this universe that is so freaking huge how narcissistic of us to think we're the first and the only outrageous and and people are like yeah but they can't do that if you've got billions of years on us think of how much we progressed in the last 30 years okay as a species now cut cut to billions of years of advancement there could be civilizations out there that old would they come here i don't know I don't know. Does that mean that those are what the UFOs are? No. I believe that it could be it could be our government. It could just be people like mass hysteria. It could be all sorts of things. But I am a wide open book. I'm willing to explore those things. So do all people believe in that? No. Do I believe in it? Hell yeah, man. No matter how you look at it, UFOs are real. It doesn't mean they're aliens coming from another planet. But I believe they're aliens on other planets. No question in my mind. I believe in so many wacky things, I can't even begin to tell you. And and I am a big, like, critical thinker, so when I think about it, I go deep. I start really thinking about what are the possibilities, what are the angles that we can go from with this, and that's when I start coming to these crazy ideas where it's like, wait a minute, I can't discredit that. We are Lauren and Ryan, and we are from Chicago, Illinois. Okay, so something I believe in that other people don't is it's, you know, I identify as Christian. Um, and, you know, my understanding of Christianity is essentially that it's a personal relationship with Christ. Uh, you need to come to your own understanding of what his words mean, what they say. Um, I, I certainly don't believe in the concept of a, a loving God that's capable of sending people to a fiery hell. Uh, and that conflicts mm. with a lot of people. I think God mm. is bigger than that. Um, I also think just because I identify as Christian, I don't necessarily force it down everyone's throat that my way is the only way. I believe that a God who is big enough to create this universe and this world is certainly big enough to create uh, different versions and different pathways to reach uh, an understanding of, of what he or she is. Do you, does that make sense? Um, you know, I, so, so I don't judge people for being Hindu or Muslim or Christian or non-Christian. It's, it's really about, you know, learning how to live and learning how mm -hmm. to tune into the fact that there is a spiritual side. All right. If there's if there's energies in this world, positive or negative, you know, that tells me that there is a spiritual element to our existence. So where, where I really, you know, get into conflict with a lot of people is, you know, the, the ones who, who do believe in the fire and brimstone, who do believe, you know, oh, you know, if you don't say this word the exact way and believe in Christ this way, then you you, you can't be saved. And, and I and I don't believe that. I can't believe that because right. my understanding through my meditation and my connection to my creator doesn't allow that. He's he's too big for that type of mentality. My name is Michael, and I'm in the Naperville area. I'm going to just say it just like this. Kanye West is, Kanye West is like, 
the Messiah. And I don't feel that in a bad way. But if you listen to his shit, he says the things that, you know, okay, a good one is, um, uh, uh, here's, here's a good one. He says, um, check my Instagram. Uh, what is it? Oh, fuck is, um, checking my Instagram is to boost up my ego as a last resort or some similar to that, that we take gratification from other people's stuff that he said that when he put down the phone, he can humble himself right in front of the court. He said that, um, problem. He said another one. This is a good one. This, I love this one. This, these are, these are two ones that come up to my mind. It says, my bitch asked what I wanted on my wish list. And then he said, have you ever asked your bitch for other bitches? And it feels like, I feel like every guy has said that in his mind, but has never asked that question. And Kanye West is the Messiah. He comes out with that shit. Here's another one. It says, um, money isn't everything, but not having it is. And that's the most truest shit, right? What does that mean? He says, money isn't everything. No matter how much money you have, it's not everything. But when you don't have money, it's the only thing on your mind. So it doesn't matter if you have $10 or a million dollars, you have money. But if you're $0, the only thing you're thinking about is money because you can't eat, you can't sleep, you can't do shit. I mean, you literally can't shit because nobody will let you in to their restaurant to take a shit. Like you literally have nothing. So having money is the power of everything, but having too much money is also the power of anything. It's like the double-edged sword. Another one Kanye West said, right? Here's a good one, right? He said, this is in his dropout album. This is the college dropout album. He said when his mother got was doing the Martin Luther King walk, they had took her and put her in jail. She was like seven, eight years old, some shit like that. I can't remember all the details. Uh, you, you could put it in the show notes. But he said that when they picked him up and put him in jail, that he put... They put that instilled in him, that drive to always get better. And when they, when my mom went through something similar to that, when she moved from the, from uh, Florida to Chicago, she had to literally put a fucking hose from her sink, from the kitchen and run it through the rafters because they, they lived in a basement in this shitty ass place in Chicago. And then they had to hook up one of those garden hoses on the other side so they could take a shower. And they, she lived with three of her sisters, right? They would yell at each other and say, hey, turn on the hot, turn on the cold. And they would adjust it and run throughout the whole house trying to take a shower. And I say, if my mom can go through that as bullshit, then anything I go through is nothing, right? I can smash through barriers that no one can put in front of me. Like, like I could do, I could do anything. That's why when I see people who are very privileged, who have all the shit and are really bad at what they do, makes me very frustrated because I worked hard to get my shit. And I know that if I didn't have my shit, I was instilled with greatness. I had greatness running through my veins before I was born. And I know I'm going to get there. I don't know how we got on this tangent, but it came down to Kanye West, right? Now, now we're going to go back. So Kanye West is super smart. He just has an emotional problem because he understands the world and he's trapped inside the same bubble that I am. And I project a lot of my emotional state on, on the Kanye because he really makes me feel like he's the underdog of the entire game. 
I am Chris, and I am from Chicago. Oh, that others might not. Oh, that's a billion things I believe in. All right, let's see. Hmm. Uh, here's a really simple one that's probably another line that I live by, and that is, on the other side of your fear lies your freedom. And a lot of people don't believe that or want to believe that because they don't want to go over the wall of fear that blocks them from potential bliss. And it's so simple, but yet I run into so many people that are unwilling to take that leap. I would say another big thing that I believe in would probably be on the spiritual side of things. That there is more to this than physical matter and that you're definitely more than your physical body and a lot of people can't wrap their minds around that idea even though I feel as confident as I've ever felt about anything when it comes to that hi my name is Chris I'm from Elgin Illinois I think one that's really, I guess there's an easy one for me to say, um, is that I definitely and absolutely believe in ghosts and paranormal. I don't believe it's an evil thing. I don't believe it's a bad thing. I don't think it's like this scary thing where people haunt and do all that stuff. But I, I am 100% convinced that there are, there's, you know, the, the, there just can't be us. I think it's kind of vain. I hate to say, go back to the movie Contact where, you know, there's this whole big universe and it's just us. I think that's a very ignorant and very vain thing to say that we're the only things out there. So I believe I, I believe that there is paranormal stuff that we don't see that um, it's just there. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's just part of our existence that we choose not to not not to explore, but not see through whatever reason we just don't do it. And I think it's there. I don't want to say I know it's there, but. I've had experiences that I honestly believe that are true and accurate. So, My name is Potato Johnson, and I am from Crystal Lake, Illinois. Mm. This is another one that should be switched around. What don't I believe in that most people do, which is pretty much everything. I, I kind of a, a bit of a nihilist. Um, I would have to say it, uh, about the formation of our universe. I got to go with the, the, the Prometheus thing. I, I don't think, I don't believe in, you know, supernatural beings or any of that thing. If I, I think at some point humanity was seeded on the planet by something else. I don't know if, whether it be extraterrestrials or, or something else. And I mean, I guess you could call that a God or something like that, but uh, I, I don't, believe in necessarily that we're the the one thing i i'm kind of an atheist but i uh if anything i think we were helped along because just due to the the massive jumps in cognitive behavior and architectural um leanings 
and, and I'm not like Stargate. And, and I kind of think it was one of those things where if anything were like a failed science project for some 13 year old, you know, half a galaxy away. And he's like, okay, it's done. And then we were left here. You know, I mean, you've got Eric Van Daniken with all of his ideas about we were created to harvest gold for circuit board and all that shit. I don't think it's that, that, you know, complicated. I think it's more, we're basically Lisa Simpson's science project in her Petri dish. And uh, we got kind of thrown away and we're just here waiting to destroy ourselves. That's pretty much it. My name is Sarah, and I'm from a podunk town in Iowa. I believe in a resurrection um, of dead loved ones, and I be- that that's going to happen on earth and not in heaven. And that, um, that what we're facing right now um, was prophesied, and one of many prophesied, not this exact thing, not this exact pandemic, but... Um, but the Bible talks about it and, um, the Bible talks about, uh, that what we're going through right now, not just the pandemic, but the, the system that we live in right now, the unfairness, the unjustness, the, the illness, the crime, the strife that we face, um, it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And, but that it's not that there is promises in the Bible that this, this is not going to go on forever. And one of those promises is that we'll get to see our, our loved ones again, and that they do have a a hope of a a resurrection and it would be to an earth restored to paradise the way it was originally intended, not, not to, not to heaven. Um, So that's something that, you know, we, we, we offer to study the Bible with people. And it's never, you know, our opinions or, or anything that we try to, to force on anyone. Um, and while, you know, a lot, a lot of people don't feel that way, um, even, especially even in Christianity itself, um, you know, it's, it's something that, that we're still holding on to and something that we're always open to talking about. My name is M. I am from Chicago, Illinois. Um, hmm. I would say, oh, I believe in God, and I know, I know that's not popular right now. Um, but I don't believe in um, Christian, a Christian viewpoint of God, um, and so I have sort of my own. Uh, you know, take on, on everything. Um, and I don't know that, uh, I don't think I'd be a cult leader. (laughs) I don't know that I would, I don't know. I, yeah, I just kind of do my thing. Um, but I believe very strongly in, in my relationship with God, just not my relationship with, with Christians at this phase in my life. My name is Mark Allen Fishman. I am from Homewood, Illinois. What do I believe in that others might not? 
Um, I guess to say that I believe that everyone is capable of greatness if they are willing to actually do the work. I believe too many people stop short because of personal feelings of failure. I think that one's really interesting. It's what comes to my mind when I think of like my comic book studio, Unshaven Comics. It's myself and my two best friends that I've had since sixth grade. And on more than one occasion, my brothers from other mothers have inundated to me that had I not been the stubborn mule that demanded we make books together and kept us on the path to do so, we wouldn't be in this. And we wouldn't have made the books we've made. We have not. We would not have traveled where we traveled. And as much as I want to say that we all did that together, I definitely believe at times it's forcing people who would otherwise question themselves or procrastinate or just give up for me to say, no, we're not giving up. There isn't, there is no quit. There is no stop here. This is, you got to do it. And I've seen and worked with many great people that um, have great ideas or have things in their life they want to do. And they make that choice somewhere along the line that they're not going to see it through. And it hurts for me to see that knowing that if they were to just, you know, put their mind to it, there could be something there. Um, Absolutely. It's just a matter of uh, the commitment to it. You get out what you put in. My name is Brett and I'm from Chicago, Illinois. I'm I'm the most romantic cynic you'll ever meet. So I don't believe in anything really. I don't believe in uh, I don't believe that the government has our best interests at heart. I don't believe in religion. I don't believe in, you know, even down to things like speed limits where it's like, I don't believe those are set for our goodwill. So I have no problem breaking them. I have no problem stealing from Walmart. Maybe not. Maybe I don't do it. But like, if I hear that somebody did, I'm like, well, were they poor? Did they have to, what were their situations? My moral code is very, flexible based on circumstances. I often find myself, and I worry about this, I I listen to any court case or any cops and I just side with the bad guy. (laughs) So I don't know, I I think maybe that's a bad thing or not, but I just don't believe in a rigid moral code or structure. I think everything is gray. Stories like these make us feel a little more connected. Whether it be through religion, a shared experience, or just something that connects with you on an emotional or psychological level. Something that really makes you feel that, hey, 
I'm not alone. And sometimes hearing these stories makes us feel like we are not alone. Do you have a story about something that you believe in that other people might not? Send us an email or a voicemail clip to behindeverystory at gmail.com. We'd love to hear it, or with your permission, we'd love to share it on an episode. And thank you so much for joining us here on Behind Every Story. If you like what you heard, please consider subscribing on your favorite podcast streaming app. And please uh, head on over to iTunes to rate us that five-star review, because the higher reviews we have, the more listeners we can get. Be sure to like us and follow us on Facebook at Behind Every Story Podcast to stay up to date on all our newest episodes. And you can always find us on BehindEveryStory.com. Great storytellers make this world a smaller and more intimate place. Thank you to all the storytellers out there, big and small. And thank you to our guests this week, Brett, Bob, Brandon, Chris, Chris, Daniel, John, Lauren, and Ryan, M, Mark, Marie, Michael, Potato, Johnson, Rob, Sarah, Stella, Sean, and Zach. I've been your storyteller, Jason Ostercamp, and it's been a pleasure sitting around the campfire with you. Join us again next week when we ask our guests, have you ever seen or interacted with a ghost? We'll see you next time. This week, I'm going to end with something a little special. One of our interviews got a little interrupted by the family dog who was protecting the family. So here is an outtake, probably our our first outtake of the show. This was during Lauren and Ryan's interview. I hope you enjoy. Uh, you know, even what, what some parts of the Bible may say, you've got to really read it and interpret it for yourself. And, uh... Okay, who is it? Someone's at the door. Can you hold on one second? I'm sorry. Okay, okay, come back to this. I'm gonna have to start over. I'm gonna have yes, to start go over. ahead. So, so the, the, they're cleaning our doorknobs, which is amazing, right? It's the, it's the building maintenance. They're just cleaning mm-hmm. all the doors and the doorknobs, everything people touch. So uh, they're doing their job, but you know, with the zombie apocalypse yeah. going on, all of a sudden the dog's barking at the door and someone's out there. I would rather have the dog bark at the door than not. Exactly. She's a good girl. <laughs> good girl, yeah. I just wish I could get her to stop when I say stop. Yeah. But anyway, let's circle back and start that question over.